0: Hello! Welcome to Cash, Cakes and Crime, Working Title, a show where we talk about old-timey crimes and do our best to work them out.
1: This is a dumb idea. I'm a baker, I'm not a podcaster, and I am definitely not a detective.
0: You're the one who lost the argument to your girlfriend, so don't come crying to me.
1: Charlie, if you're listening... Oh, she will be. I'm divorcing you. Wow.
0: I can't believe you got married without inviting me. I can't believe you'd betray your bestest ever crime-solving buddy like this.
1: We only ever solved one crime, and that was mostly luck. We did make the papers, though. And we didn't even go to jail.
0: Listen, would it make you feel better if I promised we
1: won't look at any murders? Marginally. But you already promised me that, because I complained about true crime as a genre. You complain about a lot of things. I'm friends with you. It comes as part of the package. Anyway, on
0: with the show! (laughs) Time for the first ever episode. I'm one of your hosts, Addy. And uh, this grump sitting next to me, or opposite me,
1: is Rick. I'm not a grump. I just just think that this type of thing is exploitative. Yes,
0: so you've said continuously, at length. Which is why we're looking at really old and also strange, mystical, Jonathan Creek-esque mysteries, and not recent
1: homicides. By Jonathan Creek, do you mean magic? Are you proposing that we do magic in an audio-only format? No!
0: Shut up. Today, we're going to look at the ancient alien abduction of the missing Duke.
1: Already, there is so much wrong with that sentence. In 1856
0: the Duke of Hamilton's second cousin twice removed, when mysteriously missing on a hunting trip in the nearby woods.
1: Sorry, back up. The who?
0: The Duke of Hamilton.
1: Second cousin twice removed. Mm. Was he even in line for the dukedom?
0: That's not important. What is important is that he was abducted on a hunting trip on the 3rd of May.
1: According to which fucking sources?
0: Well, it's a matter of historical record, Rick. Uh-huh. Sure. The duke, second cousin twice removed, was seen leaving Holyrood Palace early in the morning, vanishing into the misty grounds of the nearby park, heading straight for ye old Hunter's Bog,
1: where he promptly fell to his death and became mummified in mud for all eternity. No!
0: He never made it to his destination. Mm -hmm. there were local reports in the newspapers about mystical-looking lights in the sky.
1: The northern lights? Aliens, Rick. Aliens. How do you know they were aliens?
0: Well, he didn't go hunting alone. He may have been the second cousin. Twice removed. But he still had a couple of manservants choosing to bring a page and a stable boy with him. These two unlikely companions were found wandering the grounds of the palace three days later, claiming to have experienced visions from above, swearing that they had heard strange noises and recalling very little of whatever fate had
1: befallen the missing duke. It's relative. Therefore, aliens! That is an insane conclusion to draw. You do realise that that is an insane thing to conclude.
0: It's a perfectly reasonable explanation. What else could explain their visions?
1: It was the Victorian era. Mm. Do you know how many copious amounts of drugs people were on? They got prescribed cocaine for colds. There was asbestos in the walls and arsenic in the ceiling of of course they all had some wild batshit stories. Lord knows I would probably believe in aliens and fairies if I was stoned out of my mind 24-7.
0: Well, I don't care what you think, Rick. Mm. I know in my heart of hearts that I am right. It's not my problem if you are too close-minded to consider the truth.
1: Yeah, that's my problem. I'm closed-minded.
0: You just need to open your heart and believe. <laughs>
1: Okay, hypothetically, Uh let's say for just a second that I believed in your frankly unhinged theory that he was taken by aliens instead of just being murdered and buried in the bog under the northern lights by the stable boy, which you promised me no murders. It wasn't a murder! He was abducted! What on or off earth... Would aliens want with a second cousin twice removed of some Victorian duke in Scotland?
0: I am so glad you asked. His immortality.
1: His fucking what now? I
0: think it was a misunderstanding on the aliens part about the working etymology of naming conventions in Victorian England or Scotland. I'm aware they're different. You
1: you have... Completely lost me. Well, he was called Ambrose. That's completely new information, but okay. Well, traditionally speaking,
0: right, Ambrose is a name that can mean immortal. Clearly, the aliens knew this and assumed that he was an untapped well of long life and decided they needed to grab him to work out the secrets (laughs) of eternity.
1: (laughs) Uh, And here I was... Thinking aliens did it <laughs> was the most insane take that you could have. More fucking fool me, I guess. It makes sense. Maybe if you have a straight jacket on, you okay. you do realize here that you are not only assuming that aliens can speak English if they even exist in the first place, but also that they care enough to somehow understand that names can have meaning which they then interpret far too literally.
0: Well, it's not my fault that the aliens assigned to our sector were... predominantly autistic.
1: ha You know what? I'm not even going to touch that. I know I'm right, and
0: the listeners will agree with me.
1: I know Charlie will. Well, maybe the conspiracy nuts will. And, yeah, maybe Charlie will, just to fuck me off. But the normal people however, will probably agree with me that it was just normal, fucked up people doing normal, fucked up people things, like killing whilst under the influence and then dumping the body in the bog. Dare I, dare I even ask if you research this further than a couple of articles about the supposed alien abduction?
0: <gasps> you impugn my honour. You doubt my research? To quote the famous meme, you kick me (laughs) out. For all of you lovely listeners who can't see what's happening here, Rick has just slammed his head into the desk. He is now lying there muttering into the tabletop.
1: (laughs) Uh, Charlie was right. This, This podcast was a great idea. I hate you. I hate both of you. You've got a marker on your forehead. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, That's fine. We don't need you anyway. In answer to your very rude and offensive question, Uh yes, I did do more research. In fact, I actually have several quotes from other aspiring historians like myself.
1: I don't think that that's as reassuring as you think it is.
0: Crime solver 69, a.k.a. Dean Mattel, has said that. (coughs) Ambrose's abduction in 1856 is one of the most prominent instances of alien abduction within the latter half of the 19th century, with all the classic indicators of extraterrestrial activity, from mysterious disappearances, eerie noises, hovering lights, and missing time. This case truly shows us that not only have aliens found us, but that they have been here for some time.
1: (sighs) Sounds like a conspiracy nut to me. Not an aspiring historian. Wow.
0: Judgy much? He can be both, Rick. Maybe he has depth.
1: I don't like your implications.
0: Ah, fine. Okay, let me have a look. There's this other one. Um, Okay, how about this quote from Dr. Rachel Pierce? Mm. Mm -hmm. One of the more compelling aspects of this potential case of alien abduction is the complete lack of body. Whilst I agree with certain historians that it could be that Ambrose simply died and was consumed by the bog, it seems to me unlikely that his body would never have been recovered. Hundreds of years have passed since his disappearance, and the very public nature of Hunter's bog would lead me to believe that if indeed his body had fallen victim to the mud, it would have resurfaced by now. Especially when you consider that others have been found there in the years since his supposed death. If there were others to find, it seems improbable, that he would remain a-missing. Suck on that. <sighs>
1: Okay, that is slightly more convincing than anything else that's been said so far, Mm -hmm. which is a low bar, and I'm still not buying it. She's a doctor, Rick. She has a PhD. Yeah.
0: In what? Financial studies.
1: Wow, okay. Not what I was expecting, but still completely irrelevant to this Victorian missing persons file. Have you got a single quote about this incidental misplacement of a Duke's second cousin twice removed from an actual qualified historian that proves or even hints at alien involvement in any way, shape or form?
0: Have you got a quote from a real historian
1: that disproves aliens' involvement? No. No, I haven't. Because you didn't tell me what the episode would be about. I haven't done any research. Also, it's, it's much, much harder to prove a negative than a positive. That's like asking someone to factually prove that Einstein wasn't actually a robot powered by squirrels.
0: I mean, where?
1: No. No. Nah, no. (laughs) We aren't doing that. Not today. Stay on topic. Ah, fine.
0: My point is, I think today
1: we have conclusively solved the case of the missing duke second cousin twice removed and we haven't you've just spouted some insane conspiracy theories about aliens kidnapping him for eternal life i
0: think you mean rick uh, the truth
1: (sighs) sure the truth
0: and so we have solved the long abandoned missing persons case that was the abduction of ambrose the duke of hamilton's second cousin twice removed in 1856 join us next week as we solve more ancient mysteries
1: and bring truth into the light charlie if you're still listening you owe me for doing this Ooh, sexy. shut up honey. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week schedules forgiving i'll forgive you <laughs> it doesn't even make sense still. Cash, Cakes and Crime, working title, is a fictional true crime podcast starring Evan Gwen Davis as Addie and Hal Fawkes as Rick. Any similarities to real people or crimes committed is entirely coincidental. Episode one was written and edited by Hal Fawkes and the theme song is Jazzy Detective by John Bartman.